Sony. Hello, Canada. Today's date is January 6th, 2022. This is Tony in Saskatchewan. Welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. On a programming note, we were attempting to get our 2021 year in review show for you yesterday. We were unable to put that together, so we will bring that to you on Sunday. So uh, look forward to our talk about some of the biggest stories of the year we have covered on our show, and also our predictions for 2022. Okay, so what is on my mind today? You know, those of you who follow our Canadian Common Sense Facebook page, and those of you who don't, I encourage you, please look us up. You will see a lot of articles and videos that we, we post on our, on our page, which a lot of which we caption, do you still think this is about a virus, referring to the Wuhan virus, the COVID-19 virus? And increasingly, I'm becoming more and more red-pilled that it was never about a virus in the first place. Now, you've heard Lewis and I talk about this on this show. It's not really much of a red-pill moment that he and I have already figured out this is about control. This is not about a virus. And I think if you needed any more proof that it is definitely not about a virus. Well, recent events to begin 2022 or even ending 2021 should be all you need to know to tell you that this certainly is not about a virus. Now, we had done a full show a few weeks ago, a month ago, maybe talking about Omicron and how we need to live in fear over Omicron. Well, you know what? I'm done living in fear over anything, especially over Omicron, which is, as we said it right from the beginning, and the science from South Africa data that we followed, but the science, you can't question science, and that science from South Africa said, well, people aren't really dying from this, and people really aren't going to the hospital from this. This is really no more dangerous than a cold. But that's not good enough science for the Canadian government. You need to follow their science or else you're an anti-vaxxer. And, well, in the video we showed, and I apologize, it was the only the video in French was what we could find, where Justin Trudeau said, those who are unvaccinated are misogynist and racist. Well, that's a pretty sweeping generalization, isn't it? But it, it's about a virus, isn't it? Um, by the way, I believe we are now in week 92 of two weeks to flatten the curve. Well, unless you're in Ontario, of course, because now you've just begun, you are now in day four of at least 21 days to flatten the curve. Again, and note, they said at least 21 days, Ontario will be locked down to flatten the curve. Did I mention that I'm done living in fear? Andrew Lawton on his show today, well, I listened to it today, had said that something I thought was quite profound is that the pandemic isn't over until we say it's over. As in, we the people just say, you know what? Enough. Done. 
this pandemic is over. Now, I started saying that last summer. I started meaning it wholeheartedly this past fall. I am 100% completely done with living in fear, especially over the common cold variant of COVID. Done. Sick to death of it. We were told, well, get your two shots and life will go back to normal. What the hell is normal about life right now? Absolutely nothing. But you know what? Lewis got his two shots. I got my two shots because that's what we were told. Get your shots and life will go back to normal. In my case here in Saskatchewan, get your shots and then you can go into a restaurant again. That means a lot to me because I really enjoy taking my wife out for breakfast on weekends. It's a good time for her and I to be together and I am crazy about my wife. So I was happy to get the shots for that purpose. And I was happy to get the shots. Not happy. I felt like I was forced to get the shots on my work front because I did not want to miss out on some opportunities at work. But enough is enough already. And now they're saying booster shots. Booster shots, but two shots was supposed to be it. We were done because this was supposed to be a vaccine. Well, I was talking to my brother yesterday, and I think that was sort of the final red pill moment for me. And I'd heard this before, but I guess when you hear it from somebody you grew up with, maybe it carries a bit more weight. And he'd said the same thing that Lewis and I have said ever since the start of this pandemic, is if you want to get the shot, get the shot. If you don't want to get the shot, don't get the shot. I firmly, strongly, wholeheartedly believe in your freedom to make that choice whether or not to get the shot. And our government has done their best to take away that choice. But anyway, the discussion my brother and I were having was that if it's a vaccine, why do we need to keep getting more? And I know people had passed around a meme on Facebook for a while to demean people like myself who believe in choice and freedom, saying that, well, remember when you got polio when you were a kid? Of course you don't, because you got a vaccine. And all of a sudden, boom, the light came on. And that was the discussion we were having. Because if this is a vaccine like the polio vaccine, and that's what they were talking about. If we want to compare this to the polio vaccine, well, when I got my polio vaccine, that meant that I can't get polio. And because I can't get polio, I can't transmit polio to anybody else, thereby eradicating polio by having a vaccine. Now, I naively believe that our governments naively believed that, ha that these vaccines would do the exact same thing for COVID, and that is eradicate COVID. And they actually utilize that term. They use the term eradicate COVID. And the vaccines did not work. Now, a smart government would say, well, if vaccines didn't work, let's look for some good therapeutics. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, Lewis pointed out on a show well over a year ago that the only reason that therapeutics have been discounted is so that drug companies could create a vaccine because, of course, they have to exhaust the search 
for th for therapeutics like yes we've talked about this a lot ivermectin a good therapeutic that actually is doing the job and as lewis pointed out on a show not long ago merck is now making a therapeutic pill for covid merck is the company that makes ivermectin and as lewis pointed out this new therapeutic from merck for covid just happens to have the same molecular structure as <laughs> ivermectin. What do you know? And, of course, monoclonal antibodies are something that we can't get in Canada because our government won't allow such an effective therapeutic to help us battle COVID. Nope, they've got all their eggs in the vaccine basket. And if you don't get your vaccines, you are a bad Canadian. Now, that reference to bad Canadian, that was then Prime Minister Stephen Harper in 2009 telling us if we did not get our H1N1 vaccine, we were being bad Canadians. Well, I was a bad Canadian. I did not get my vaccine, nor did I get my kids vaccinated back in 2009. And, well, we're all still here. So, I guess good, but... If you ever watched the movie Moneyball, there's this there's one scene where the character of Billy Bean, who's played by Brad Pitt, talks about one player they're scouting for the Oakland A's, and he says, if he's a good hitter, then why doesn't he hit good? And the Moneyball theory hits me now with this whole vaccine idea for COVID. Well, if it's a vaccine for COVID, then why isn't it vaccinating us against COVID? Right? Isn't that what it's made for? You want to say yes, I want to say yes, but it's not working. And now we're being told, we'll get your booster shots, That the booster shots, that, that, that's going to be the key to get us out now, it's booster shots. We were told it was vaccinations, and now it's not vaccinations, now it's going to be booster shots. Where the hell does it end? You know where it ends? It ends with us saying enough is enough. And now Ontario has gone into full lockdown because case numbers are rising. We've got to safeguard our healthcare system. Now, here was a talk I had with Lewis on the phone today before I started planning for this rant. And that was, who's been in charge of our healthcare system through the whole time this pandemic has gone on? These exact same governments telling us we have to prevent the overrun of our healthcare system. Well, what the hell have you done in the past two years to fix the healthcare system? I had said nothing, but then Lewis reminded me, oh yes, they have done something. They fired thousands of healthcare workers because they wouldn't get the vaccines. And now, oh, there's more. And on this show, there's always more. Not only to have provinces fired healthcare workers who refused to get the shot, They've told healthcare workers who did get the shot, who have contracted COVID by breakthrough infections, that you need to go to work, even if you're COVID positive. Well, wouldn't that kind of overwhelm the healthcare system when you're going to contract COVID in the hospital? Or maybe get it worse? I actually had my natural brother die from H1N1 that way, contracting it in the hospital. But that's apparently how we protect our hospital workers is by forcing infected workers to go to work. Um, 
Bill de Blasio tried that in New York City. Let's send infected old people into old age homes. And, well, that didn't work out very well now, did it? Is this really about a virus, people? If you haven't had your red pill moment, I hope it's coming soon. This has nothing to do with the virus. If it did, our governments actually would have listened to actual science, like Lewis and I talked about really middle of March of 1920, protect those who need protecting, the elderly and people who've got comorbidities, the ones who've got immunocompromised, for example. The average age of the COVID death was 82 years old with 2.3 or more comorbidities. And we had said right from the start, let's protect the elderly, protect the sick, protect those who need protecting, and let everybody else work and build the economy and keep the country going so we can pay for that healthcare system. But instead, we have Quebec imposing a curfew. We have Quebec saying, you can't go shopping on Sunday. Now, last this past weekend, I was in Alberta, and I went out for supper with my daughter and her boyfriend in a restaurant in Edmonton. I won't say which one it is, so nobody burns it down, but it was a chain restaurant. Now, the first one we went to, I didn't have a QR code. I just had a little card that said I was vaccinated. And they told me, you can't come in without a QR code, even though I had proof I've got shots. So my daughter phoned another branch of that same chain who said, oh no, out of province, you go ahead and bring your dad with his card and everything is fine. And I confirmed that when I got to that restaurant with the, with the hostess and then the person scanning our, our QR codes or my card in my case, looked at me and said, oh, well, don't you have a QR code? Because I need that. And I pointed out the lady right behind him said no. Now, walking into the restaurant, you wear your mask, you sit down, you take your mask off. So is COVID only five feet in the air and above? Because if you're sitting down, you're safe. But as soon as you stand up, you're going to get your mask on? Is it about a virus? No, it's not about a virus. It's about control. It's about control, and we need to figure that out. Now, here's what's sad. There's an election coming up in Ontario in May of this year, a provincial election. There's also one coming up in Quebec later this year. I believe it's in July. Now, we on people in Ontario who are probably mad as hell at Doug Ford, should, in all by all rights, throw his ass out. But who do you replace him with? Be- because Stephen Del Duca, liberal leader, well, <laughs> do you really want that dunce in charge of Canada's largest province? Well, no. Um, who are you going to elect? The NDP? Andrea Horvath, who should have retired four years ago? Well, no. So you kind of got to go with Doug Ford again. Does he deserve to lead again? No, because he's done a horrible job. And in Quebec, does Francois Legault really deserve another shot when all he does is put continue to put the screws to Quebecers? Well, probably not, but who else are you going to put in? Now, Jason Kenney in Alberta is going to have a leadership review in April of of this year and hopefully, rightly, is going to get his ass kicked and that will trigger a leadership election. And at least in that case, 
you can replace him with somebody, anybody who's got any form of competence in the United Conservative Party. But here's the problem, Canada. We actually can't throw out the bums who run our healthcare system because we've got nothing to replace them with. And that's what is so sad, Canada, is we are in a rut, is what we are in. And there's really no alternative to what we're doing other than trying to slap sense into those who are leading us through this pandemic. And I can't say there's any premier in any province or territory in Canada that is doing a really good job at leading us through this pandemic. So it's time for you and I to stand up and say, it's over. It's done. I'm not following your stupid rules anymore. We did what we were told. We got our two shots. We wear our stupid masks when we go somewhere. And honestly, you can shove both of those up your ass as far as I'm concerned, Canada, because it's over. It is over. And it's time for our governments to understand that too.